This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. Thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's a privilege to be with you as we start a new week of programming. And we're going to talk about something that I know is important to every one of us. And we're going to use a portion of scripture from Second Kings, which we'll ultimately get to during the course of this week. And a portion of that verse says, I thought, but now I know. And we're going to talk about what is the link between getting from I thought or I think to the place where we know. And Junie, isn't this an issue that we all face? Because so often our thoughts get in the way of the purposes and the will of God. And I know, Shelley, that in today's generation, uh, there's a saying that goes, you've got a head, use it. And we need our minds renewed. So this is going to be a topic, I think, that will help you and I going through it. I thought, but now I know. And what um, the Lord has really shown us through the scriptures about how to get there. And I think if we're honest, Junie, wouldn't you say that the real battlefield that every believer faces is in the head? Because like you say, people say, you have a head, use it. God gave mind. you a mind. Yeah, God gave you a mind, yes. But as you said, our minds must be renewed. The spirit of our minds must be renewed. And that we have the mind of the Messiah. So we have that choice, either operating with a new mind or operating out of our old self, which, of course, is destruction. And I know what the key word that you said, Shelley, and it's in the scriptures, is the spirit of our mind. We can walk in the spirit of truth, which enables us to have the mind of Christ, or we walk in our own thoughts, our own will, and our own emotions. So I'm excited for what we're going to be talking about this week. Amen. So we really need to lay some groundwork, and that is to show that there's a dramatic difference between the mind of the Lord and our human minds. And again, that really comes down to the place of wisdom. We can either operate from the wisdom of the world, which as we read in the book of James, either is earthly, sensual, and devilish, or operate out of the wisdom from God. And Junie, there's so many scriptures, we'll touch on a few of them. For example, when we read 1 Corinthians, we see that Paul quotes from Isaiah chapter 29, verse 14, when we read 1 Corinthians 1, 19, the word says, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. And you know, isn't that remarkable, Junie? Because in the world, 
people with a higher education, um, and there's nothing wrong with being smart, believe me, but the world's wisdom, the intelligence of the world will not bring us closer to the knowledge of God. In fact, our own intelligence could prove to be a deterrent to having an intimacy with the Lord. And as you were quoting from 1 Corinthians 1, we see in um, in chapter 1, verse 19, we see in verse 25, it says, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So we really need to see, Shelley, that we need wisdom from God because his foolishness is stronger than the wisdom that comes from man alone. It's really remarkable, Junie, when you read that. It just, that word came into my heart. Transformation. We need to be transformed. We need to come out of what we were and come into what God is calling us to be. Well, Junie, even if you look two verses lower, in verse 27 in 1 Corinthians 1, look at this word. God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. In other words, the wisdom of the world, the wise in the world, aren't above those who aren't as wise. And God wants to speak to all of us, whether we have many degrees or whether we aren't even a a graduate from a high school. We need to see that the wisdom that God imparts is the wisdom that brings intimacy with him. And it's interesting, Shelley, because usually our own wisdom or the wisdom of the world is self-seeking. It's um, for self. What can I get out of it? And we see in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 19, it says, For the wisdom of this world is foolishness before God, for it is written, He is the one who catches the wise in their craftiness. So we really see that um, pride brings about in us to think that we know better. Our thoughts, our decisions, our um, uh, uh, propensities are wiser than God. And we even see in America today, Shelley, prayer is not even allowed in the schools to think that man can go on alone without the wisdom of God is really um, heart-rending. It really is because the foolishness of God, his, his foolishness is greater wisdom than any man in this earth could have. Junie, again, uh, we just need to see that there needs to be such a dramatic alteration in our mindset, in our perspective, that uh, good advice from the world doesn't necessarily bring us closer to the knowledge of God. We need to live by the wisdom of God. And you know, Junie, here's the difficult part for most people. The ways of the world, the ways of man seem logical. They seem reasonable compared to the ways and the wisdom of God. But God wants us to have his wisdom. And you know, if we look uh, throughout the scriptures, we'll see that God calls people that he's going to use that are going to have an effect in the world to things that the natural mind would say are unreasonable. The example that comes to mind is Abraham, the father of faith, who is called a friend of God. And Junie, God called Abraham to leave his home, his country, his kindred, his family, to go to a place that God is going to show him. That's ridiculous. That's outrageous. And yet, 
Abraham moved by faith. He knew who the Lord was, and he walked by faith, not by sight. It wasn't logical, it wasn't reasonable, but it was out of obedience to God. So you know, there's a very well-known scripture in Proverbs. I'm sure there's many songs have been, this psalm, this proverb has been sung many times. It's quoted quite often, but it really touches the heart of the matter. I'm sure most of our people are familiar with Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, which says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Junie, just a few words on this. Trust in the Lord with all your mind? No. With all your opinions? With all your thoughts? No. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not. Lean means have confidence in. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. That requires an, a knowing of God. And he shall direct your paths or make your paths smooth. Junie, this is such a key to what we're talking about this week. It's a very big key because, Shelley, if we need to trust in the Lord with all our heart, if we're living out of our own evil heart, if we're living out of our own emotions, we we will think that it's foolishness to trust God in all things. That's why we need a new heart. That's why we need to give our heart to the Lord and ask the Lord into our heart that he might give us his wisdom, that he might give us his thoughts, that we might have the mind of the Messiah, the mind of Christ. We need to have the spirit of our mind renewed, and we really need a new heart. We need to know the Lord. And that maybe is the beginning of the difference. I thought, but now I know. And the first knowing needs to be to know the Lord, to know that Yeshua, that Jesus is the Messiah, that Jesus is the Son of God and the Savior of the world, to really know him, not to think that he might be or he is. And the way we come to know him is really to ask him to be with us. Ask him to forgive us for not thinking of him, for not even considering him, because the natural man, Shelley, doesn't consider the Lord. The natural man, it's foolishness, but God's foolishness is greater than the most intelligent man that ever lived. And so I just pray that there's some listener who is questioning that might even say now, Jesus, if you really are the Messiah, the King of the Jews, if you really are the Christ, the Son of the living God, if you really are the Savior of the world, come into my heart. Give me a new heart that I may know you, the power of your resurrection and the fellowship of your sufferings, being made conformable unto your death in order that I might obtain unto the resurrection of the dead. Jesus, I want to know you. Father in heaven, King of the Jews, Father in heaven, the one that my Jewish people pray to, I want to know you. Ruach HaKodesh, Holy Spirit, come. Open up my mind and my heart. Give me the renewing of the spirit of my mind. Give me a new heart. We really need to come from the place, Shelley, of I thought, 
to now. That's I know. Right. And that's what we're going to be talking about throughout this week. And just before we leave Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Junie, is such a key. In other words, trust in the Lord with all your heart. heart the heart doesn't mean that, that muscle in our chest. The heart is the essence of who you are. And then it says, in all your ways... What What's our ways? Our way is a way of life. It's a manner of living. It's a manner of thinking. It's a manner of doing. So it's not just a, sp- a particular way that you have, but it's the very demeanor of your life. And then it says, in all your ways, acknowledge. Well, what's in the middle of that word acknowledge? It's no, K-N-O-W. And it's, knowledge. And knowledge. In other words, we need to come to the full knowledge of God, which will give us the wisdom to live by, will give up the wisdom of the world in return for the wisdom that comes down from above, and live a life that's pleasing to our God. This is the key. And if we do that, he will direct us in every way of life. So again, the theme for this week is how do we go from I thought, or this is what I think, to the place where we could say, I know. And I'm excited for that one word that you'll give tomorrow to everyone who listens. That is the key to I thought but now I know. Right, and who among us doesn't want to come to that place where we don't have to think about things or guess at it, but we know. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You make all things possible to those who believe, yes, my God. Lord. And we want to believe with all our heart, and we pray for every one of our listeners yes, Lord. that this week would be a week of transformation, when they would come into a greater intimacy with the living God, with the Holy One of Israel, with Messiah Jesus. We pray that, that your people will glow in your glory. We pray that in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.